0: Ready? Hello, and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. This is episode 26-6, and we are your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Prunel. And every week we listen to great video game music from all consoles and all generations. Um, we just pick a topic, we get into it, we have some fun, and today is a very special Patreon exclusive episode Where we um, If you're a Patreon member Then we record the show live For you <laughs> I'm pointing at my or, camera or, or with you We do it with you No we do it for you And with I mean it's part of the fun um, This feed from the webcam On Purnell's new laptop Purnell are you No using hey, Purnell, Why don't you use your new laptop Purnell
1: I, I used it for the conference call earlier Then I immediately switched back for this. <laughs> I don't understand myself.
0: The, okay, look, guess what? You're, you're, if you don't use it, it's on you. It's going to it's gonna get old no matter what. It's not like you're putting no, no, miles I, on I it. No, I use it.
1: I've been using it for Steam. Like, if okay, I get okay. a game re- like right now, if I get a game review for Steam, there's no sweat off my back because it can run it. Mm. I am not scared to play games on Steam anymore, which is a bad
0: thing but you're, because that means that you're trying now to I separate, play games separate on podcast Steam. work. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just lazy and haven't set everything up. <laughs> just, I don't know what it's like. You think, you think the laptop's going to be needing them for when I buy sneakers or pants yeah, or no, no, no. I'm a house? am sorry, I'm going get on
0: you about that, though.
1: i bought this new house but i won't leave my apartment because (laughs) i just don't want to get the house dirty
0: um Uh, but anyway so we should say that uh for these patreon episodes we ask for track suggestions from our listeners and from our patreon members and if you also send in a testimonial about the track like uh, a couple of words or a paragraph or whatever about the music we will play the music and and read it out on on uh, on the show we always do appreciate that sometimes it takes up the whole episode of suggestions sometimes it doesn't Uh, but we have a couple other things what's up
1: I almost like, the one thing I like about that also is not just, it's like, it's almost like a double fold of benefit. Like, on one hand, as a listener, let I me, mean, hey, cool, they this, my song's getting played on the show. But on the other hand, it's also kind of cool to get songs from listeners because, like, we have our own repertoire of, like, you know, our own, you know, history of games that we play. But there's so many games and not enough time. So sometimes it's nice for had to have someone else come and say, hey, by the way, if you never played this game, you really need to because here's da-da-da-da-da. And here's a great track from it that fits the topic. And I've actually picked up a few games because of track submissions to the show, and that's what I like. So it's like, yeah, you should
0: you should do that. You should pick all of the music. Um, all right, so I want to give a quick shout out to Ed Wilson of the VG Embassy because he did a massive update of his personal uh, VGM collection because he's been at this um, video game music essentially preservation. Um, uh, sorry, I, there's the chat room going on, and I could have sworn that I've taken off the uh, the filters, um, but someone typed the word "butt," and then it just turned itself off. So I got to keep that rolling. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Ed Wilson has a very, he's he's he's, a, he's been a big part of the video game music preservation like crew for a long time, like like recording and collecting, and he's made a lot of his collection available online to some people, and a lot of that music is now available on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rhythm and Pixels. It's a 24-7 classic 8-bit and 16-bit station. It's fantastic. Um, oh, we have uh, Chris Murray is in the chat. Hello, Chris. Good to see you. See, imagine if imagine
1: if I could get Twitch to be as active as this chat stream. I know <laughs> That would be great. You know, <laughs> I'm just like,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Also, because of uh, talking about Twitch, I want to say that. Oh, wow. That's what's causing the feedback. Uh, February, February twentieth. I'm doing a charity stream on Twitch. So February twentieth, starting at twelve p.m. Eastern. Um, that is noon. I will be playing dance games for a number of hours, raising money for Project Hope and for the Delaware Center for Justice. Um, so. <laughs> you want justice dance for it yeah yeah dance for it so yeah so so check that out um i have a whole thing set up where you can um do music requests the it's going to be very silly it's going to be a lot of fun and hopefully i will uh be alive throughout the whole thing
1: you'll be i'll be worst case christy will come down with the defibrillator get you right back up on your feet
0: i'm gonna have to have like a whole pizza while i play (laughs) <laughs> mama mia yeah I, I don't know everyone's trying out um different different word different curse words in the chat and for some reason the word butt just did not make it through but i'm saying it on the show i think that's fun uh
1: i think it's hilarious <laughs> that of all the ones that got picked up it was but
0: yeah i don't know why maybe
1: maybe it, even a swear word that's the thing it's just a word
0: i thought i'd it off I, I don't get it um, So yeah, i wanted to thank ed wilson ed wilson's a great guy he's a good friend he is our podcast father that's what he is
1: so what's been going on in the world of of Rabala?
0: Oh man. Um, okay. Well, last week I was was a lot. Of, yeah. Last week I was sick, or I was coming off being sick, and it was awful. Um, this week I'm feeling a lot better, but it is like 20 degrees outside. Um, it's pretty rough. Um,
1: yeah. This apparently snows on the way, so looking forward
0: to that. As says the
1: weatherman. Oh, someone found here. a word.
0: It was that one. It was the P- <laughs> <laughs> Bonk. And there's another one. But, uh, <laughs> we're going to through the whole thing. We're going to have to do so, this while the music is playing. But no, it's, it's been pretty good. Um, I, I feel like I've had a lot of energy again um, since being sick. Um, and actually, it's something about getting like that negative COVID test after being sick makes you feel a lot better afterwards. Like I can do anything. Um, so yeah, we uh, I made pizza on Sunday. I've been working on a new game. I'm making a puzzle game, and that's coming along really well. Um, I finished some like really hard logic today some really difficult uh, parts of the, the code today. I'm really proud of that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I might show it off later. I mean, it's not perfect, but it, it's it's working, and I think you might like it, Brunel. Um, I'm
1: going to win. <laughs> you're gonna, you, Whatever it is, I'm going to win. You're
0: going to buy it. That's the,
1: <laughs> that's the best part. Uh, it's going to be such a good game. You're not even going to ask for a friendship yeah. discount. You're just going to buy the game. What about like, you, Brunel? What about you? Uh, life has been... Interestingly tumultuous, but uh I per I persevere. <laughs> persevere. Um like basically work has been frantic, social life, frantic, love life, frantic. Uh well not so much frantic, it's just like frustrating. All three of things have been frustrating. But games have been great and getting outside air has been great. Um so I've been putting that stuff to use. I am kicking myself for missing the big GameStop cut because I would have paid off a student loan with that, admittedly knowing that, you know, it's not as simple as like, oh, here's some investment, I should do that. But I still look at it in, in lamentation like, I could have, I could have paid it all off, I could have been good, it could have been gold, but, you know, I digress. No stock options for this old man. Um, I am playing Ease 9 though, which is great. Um, I got the. Re- I'm getting to review that, thankfully. So I think it's kind of funny that I might beat E's nine before beating E's eight. Uh, <laughs>
0: That's how it goes. with These Ease games, right? There's so, they're so long and there's so many of them. You got to play the one that you're gonna, you are gonna finish.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this one's got me right now. Though I am regretting not putting it on nightmare mode because E's eight made me punk out. I put it on hard mode and I'm regretting it because now the game feels too easy. And yet if I switch <laughs> it to nightmare mode, I won't get any like, trophies for it or whatever. So I was like, well, now what the heck is the point? so uh, I'm like kind of struggling with that decision but the game is still fun oh um, I'm playing
0: Persona 5 again I played a whole bunch over the weekend and I'm not up to the fourth palace yet but I saw what you were talking about with the uh, the shop with the cafe owner mm-hmm. so yeah all that's happening it's very long very long story unfolding um, it's a good story yeah though. it's very like it's it. very very good I was getting a little a little um, what's the word impatient for it to continue um, impatient child do you hear me yeah um, but then uh, what else oh, I've been watching Star Trek Discovery for the first time and that's probably oh, it might be my favorite Star Trek show right now out of all the series um, I love it it's so good and um, oh somebody uh, typed Betty White into the chat saying they would type wholesome things and there's a fantastic Betty White documentary on Netflix that I watched just about her um, her career it's fantastic it's so good she is the of so weeks. funny and so old. Um, yeah, she's yeah. coming up on it. Oh, yeah. She's like 98, 97. She's very old. Very, very old. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I did enjoy Picard. Um, I think that of all of the series, if you got to rank them, it's probably Discovery, Lower Decks. Seriously, Lower Decks. Maybe next generation, and then what about upper decks? GS Nine Voyager. Oh, everyone knows the upper decks. That's that's next generation. They're all on the bridge doing their thing. But lower decks, the guys who are making the ship run, <laughs> they're oh, the ones I making see. it work. <laughs> they're doing. They're they're holding down shifts. Um. Yeah. Oh God. It's lower decks. Is it's funny, and it is. It's it's so good. It's it's still it's still so Star Trek. It's so Star Trek. But it's got all this humor that you would want. In a show, and it's like it, it just makes it more real. Picard was good. I forgot to put Picard on my list. I really enjoyed Picard, um, but I think it was <laughs> just because I wanted to get back to see those characters again. Uh, Voyager, I loved Voyager up until about season five, and then I s- kind of lost interest. Just set it down, yeah, yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. It's a start, it's a contract, like you can't like, you can't, you can't like the everything. The can't like everything. Um, next gen's oh, fantastic well
1: if you could be me I don't like Star Wars or Star Trek I just kind of stay away from both of them
0: I will say the people who are crazy about uh, Next Generation I am too a lot of them really hate Picard and if you didn't like Picard then you're not going to like Discovery because it is darker there's curse words in it The curse words you can't type into my chat room (laughs) <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, but good. I like it. I like that it's darker I like that they're exploring use these, these things you know um, would you say that
1: there's a level of darkness that makes you feel rather anxious about anything
0: Oh um I would say in Picard I felt anxious about about some things about about Borg and about artificial intelligence but there's a lot of things to feel anxious today I'm gonna say some of the music I'm not gonna let run all the way through because I'm gonna go it, crazy if we, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. It's like when the, when the track is so anxiety ridden, I'm, you know, and in, inducing that you can't even listen to the entire thing.
0: Oh, someone! <laughs> I don't know what
1: Lex is. Le- was, oh, Lex is really- like an
0: old school sci-fi show. Wow! Ben I got Roth
1: mentioned. Pernell's all about Lex when it comes to space shows.
0: Yeah, you gotta look that one up. I, I remember it being like a, a darker version, but like really low budget. Oh man. I remember watching it when I was younger. I got I gotta check it out a little bit more. I got or I refresh my memory. I don't know if it's on streaming anywhere. Okay, I gotta stop talking about TV shows. We're listening to music. Today is all about anxiety, right? Because we need more of that. I mean, right. 2020 was a was a cakewalk, so 2021 is gonna be gonna be all over. It's gonna be crazy. I
1: gotta say though, like, anxiety in life is not fun. It's stressful, mm. annoying, and and just depressing. But I always felt like anxiety in video games is great like it gets you it gets your heart pumping it makes you feel compelled to get something
0: done as quickly as and maybe as inefficiently as possible you are, obsessed. Just get it you, done. you are obsessed with that feeling in these games where it's like like oh man, it's something's chasing me and now I gotta work real fast that's right mm. It's a good I love it like
1: I don't even know how I even got into that style of game, but that if I could have an entire game that was nothing but chase scenes, <laughs> I don't know how effective be <laughs> so I'd probably get too used to it, but I'd love to try. Like if every if every stage in the game was like the chase levels from Kid Chameleon, sold. Give them to me. Yeah, want them.
0: Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, so but I'm like, gonna kick off the show with a track from Ed Ed Wilson that we had just talked about. How about that? How do you think? What do you, what do you say about that?
1: I, I, I guess it's okay. I think it's all right. That's okay, I suppose. Oh, well, well, I picked this track because he knows what
0: I like. This is music from Ridge Racer 1. Ridge Racer! Ridge Racer! For the Sony PlayStation, composed by Sinji Husoe. This is the music for the race results, and uh, he wrote a testimonial. We'll read that when we come back from the music. And we're back. Oh my god, we're back. We are so very much back. I want to turn this track I'm, down.
1: <laughs> I am now officially happy that this was the chosen topic for yeah. the
0: episode. That was something Come. else. That that was that was the race results music from Ridge Racer for the Sony PlayStation composed by Shinji Hosoe. And I know Shinji Hosoe does some like really good hardcore and jungle tracks. But this is something else. This is the race results. This is this is the the, the race is finished. And now you're just like, oh, what place did I get? What was my time? Was it better than the last time? Like you're supposed to be like hanging out, like chilling at the club. Whoa. This know? is the
1: equivalent of like taking the taking the SATs at school, and then everybody has to walk up to the board at the end of the day to see how they how they tally, you know, <laughs> measured up against the rest of the class. So you're finishing the race, you're getting out of your car, and now you're walking up to the tally board, like where did yeah. I place? Where did I place? No, the whole time you're like your heart's beating. And then you know, you place in 16th, so I was like, why the heck I even board for first place? I wasn't even in the running.
0: I'll say though, though the the first half of this track was I was really into it. I was super digging it. Then the second half was just repeating itself. I guess it's supposed to repeat itself, but yeah. it's it too repetitive. But the first part was crazy, crazy cool. I like,
1: I feel like a lot of like tracks have a knack for pulling that off. Like as far as these things go, because like it needs to be a repetitive beat that's very quick mm. and it doesn't let up. So that you're, just, you're constantly in a state of, you know, anxiety. It's
0: yeah. like,
1: what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next?
0: <laughs> um, what so Ed, Ed wrote a testimonial. He says, okay, aside from the Ridge Racer soundtrack being one of the greatest influences of my musical tastes in the 90s and beyond, Shinji Hisoe's redonkulous race results music remains one of the most intense pieces of video game music that I've ever heard. It's got elements of trance, hardcore in-house and blends them all in a way that makes you think more likely to mosh to it than dance. I spent years looking for more music like this and came up empty until I discovered Atari Teenage Riot in the early 2000s. Oh man, what an absolutely bizarre reward for getting first place in a racing game. So yeah, in high school, I think it was senior year, it was definitely senior year, um, some friends of mine went to a KMFDM concert. And Ooh. yeah, we was, we were super into them. I didn't know they were playing. I was probably left out because I wasn't going to go anyway. But they all went to a KMFDM concert. But they came back, and all they could talk about was the opening act, which was Atari Teenage Riot. And they were obsessed, obsessed with ATR. And they gave me, uh, they, they, someone dubbed a tape for me so I could hear it. And it, I fell in love with it. Like, you know, hi, uh, teenage, high school, all he wants to listen to is super hyper-aggressive, fast techno music. And there was nothing else like it. He's it, get things done. so cool, um, and I went, actually went back and listened to it not too long ago, and some of it is still really fun to listen to. It's just a little a little aggressive for my tastes now, but I thought that maybe it would be too moody or too like I'd be too old for it. But no, it's it's still really good. So old, uh, yeah, old stuff. Old Atari Teenage Riot. Look it up. It's pretty cool.
1: I definitely. Stand, I'm one of the people that stands by the belief that you never get too old for music. It's music. Uh, it I, is, like, I get that your musical taste can change yeah. and shift and ebb and flow, but you don't really get too old for it. It's just your taste might shift. Yeah. So by I the same to, token, you yeah. come back and listen to it like, this is still good.
0: I think um, I think that's a good distinction. I mean, the way it, cause it gets phrased, phrased that way, it sounds a little derogatory, but the, the reality is that as I've gotten older, I don't like a lot of the moodier, darker stuff anymore. And I have to be really in the mood for it, and I'm not usually anymore. Um, that
1: I get. Yeah. You know, I've been there too. Which is where you know like the retro dig ups come in every once in a while. But then for the most part I'm still jamming out to Biss, and Biss was like mm-hmm. classic, you know, you know Poppy Euro poppy stuff. So it's like, there it is, Cuddle Core. <laughs> I'm an old man, I'm still rocking cuddle core, no shame. Yeah, I digress. I digress. I love, I, love I just love the
0: term cuddle core.
1: Well it's the one of the best genres. It makes you feel so good. But it's also so light and fluffy. <laughs> You're not gonna hear that at a club and have people go, That's a cool DJ. That guy can rock.
0: That DJ loves me. And he wants to <laughs> hug. <laughs> he wants a hug. That's what it means. Alright, let's um let's go into oh man the last reken just keeps calling i got that I guy got, I got, let's just keep rolling he keeps keep calling rolling. you out in this chat room i got it i got it keep going keep all right going. all right all right that's okay all right so all right what's your next so, track are you playing i was so. we talking is that what's happening <laughs> no i was basically about
1: to say that my next track comes from a guy who loved to talk a whole lot of smack oh i see for a game that I already, I already even answered his response. Basically, he's challenging me to Tetris, and I responded to him already by saying, like, it's for a game that I haven't even started playing yet. If he wants to break out Puyo Puyo Tetris 1 and make a time, I'll play with him. I never, I never outright claim to be a master at Tetris, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna shirk a challenge. I'm willing to try, and heaven forbid, if I do somehow win, I'm gonna let everybody and their mom know that you talk smack and lost. That's the goal here. But I digress. I'm also picking your track that you submitted for the show, um, which happens to be the Death Egg Robot theme from the game Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Genesis composed by Masato Nakamura.
0: That's right. You, you You won't say that you're better than him now, but you will say to everybody in the world that you're better than him after you've defeated him.
1: So, welcome back. You're listening to the Death Egg robot theme from the game Sonic the Hedgehog, DOS, submitted by The Last Weekend for the Sega Genesis, composed by Masato Nakamura. So, yeah, um, I feel like most people that listen to this immediately had flashbacks of exactly what this track induces in a person, um, and why it does it for that matter, but... We can talk about that in a minute anyway, but I'll, for now, though, I will read the magnanimous testimonial that was submitted by the one, the only, the braggart, <laughs> The Last Recon. Anytime I hear this track, my mind goes back to the eight-year-old me. It's a Friday night, I've finally gotten in the last stage. Metal Sonic beating easy. Then Robotnik hops in this Gorom thing, and this music kicks in. I'm sitting there thinking, where in the heck do I hit this thing at? To make matters worse, my younger brother David was watching, waiting for me to lose all my lives. Probably wanted to get another turn, get his own turn in. I had burned all of my continues trying to beat the boss of the Sky Fortress area, and I only had seven lives left total. By the time I finally forgot a way to hit him and keep my rings, my nerves were so shy from the pressure of not wanting to give up the controller and having to start all the way from the beginning, I didn't beat Darker Robotnik that night. Next night, however, David beat the final boss after learning from my mistakes. So you were a big brother. You did your job, man. Taught him. You gave him him guidance. Um, I would eventually beat the game myself, but this music always makes me think back to that pressure and anxiety. It's amazing, too, because, like, the boss himself, he didn't look very impressive, but the way that he moved and how high you had to jump to hit him in the sweet spot during the window they gave you was a huge pain in the butt, and every time you hit him, you, like, got rocketed backwards, and if he hit you, hope, you're, hope your sweet Bippy you kept one ring from falling off the screen, because that was probably the only way you were going to cheese through the ending of the fight. It's, this is a proper anxiety-inducing track for a proper anxiety-inducing boss battle. This boss sucks. It doesn't help, also, that Sonic 2, it's probably the longest of the Sonic games in my opinion except for maybe Sonic and Knuckles I never played the entirety of Sonic and Knuckles with the Sonic 3 add-on but um this game is lengthy so to get to Dr. Robotnik you're already tired and he's not an easy boss it's rough man it's just rough (laughs) yeah this is this is
0: the one I probably put the most amount of time into as as, when I was younger because I would just play it non especially when I was like homesick or something I would just play it over and over and over again um and yeah, it, was, it would take a good afternoon or, or most of the day just to finish finish mm-hmm. Sonic Two. It's it's a long even if you know where everything is and what to do. It's a very long title, and you're right. It's almost like it's an endurance race to get to the end of this thing.
1: And then you learn about the stage select, and all you do is go to the Mystic Cave or Metropolis zones, and then turn the cable. off.
0: <laughs> I would I would waste so much time in the Metropolis zone trying to get one ups um, through doing like the little what's what's it called the uh, the, the roulette wheel or no the 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 slot machine The yeah, slot
1: was casino yeah. night But Metropolis Zone Was an annoying one That was the one that had a lot of pistons And a lot of like, gate, like oh, yeah, gated right, like, right. Like, right. cylinders And it was the only stage in the game That had three acts I was
0: going to say, yeah, that was the only one that was three Everything else was was two um, mm-hmm. The second one, that was the one where at the very end You jumped on uh, Tails' plane, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so cool That's also some of my favorite music from the game I love that song
1: before people were questioning why does Sonic drive a car? It's like, well, Tails can fly, and here he is flying a plane. What's up with that? Well, There's an
0: actual reason for it, of course, Sometimes but. Sometimes they get tired. Man. like they, they get tired.
1: I just thought it was funny that, yeah, they get tired, exactly. Like, I always thought funny people was like, why does Sonic drive a car? Like, maybe he doesn't feel like running right now. <laughs> maybe <laughs> he wants to drive. <laughs> why does Sonic fly? Why does Tails fly a plane? He has two tails, he can fly. Maybe he gets tired. Takes a lot of work to spin two tails like that, and he's not eating enough carbs. Clearly, so <laughs> that's a problem. Poor tails. He no, just, no, all he no wants carbs. to do is fly, as his song says.
0: Oh, what's the what's the song? What's the song say?
1: I want, tails wants to fly high. That's Believes right. in himself. And thinking, <laughs> I, that's that's a priming. thing. that could be a topic for the show in the future too. Songs that you heard that are cheesy is all get out. And yet, you still couldn't help but to smile at them. And That is a
0: prime candidate for that. And why are they all from Sonic 3D games? That's why.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. Why are they all Crush d tracks? They're all from there,
0: yeah. Um, All right, so our next track is coming from uh, the one like Bedroth. This is Edison Family and the tentacle theme from Maniac Mansion for the NES, composed by George Sanger. You're listening to the Edison Family and Tentacle theme for Maniac Mansion for the Nintendo Entertainment System. This one's composed by George Sanger, aka the Fat Man. Um, Yeah, Jake and the Fat Man. They he had a team he worked with. I think they had a rock 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 group they played together. I don't know all the specifics. He is definitely uh, a character, (laughs) but in a very specific sound. Like he wanted to make NES music that sounded like rock and roll, you know. And there's not a lot of there's not a lot of dynamics to this track. It's all very full-on, heavy, but there's very, very cool melodies is going on here. And I really love the uh, the, the the pitch bending that's happening mm-hmm. um, between all the notes. Now I will say, and I'll give it to you: as soon as you started playing it, you was like, "Did this guy? This sounds like the Rocketeer. Did you do the Rocketeer?" And you were right. He did the Rocketeer.
1: Yes, the NES Rocketeer game.
0: Bloop bloop. <laughs> bloop, bloop,
1: bloop,
0: bloop, bloop. It's a good jam, yeah, man. Yeah, really, really specific. Uh, song. Oh, lame genie has an epic cover of this song on the channel. I do love lame genie. Um, so, what the
1: Rocketeer of the of Maniac Mansion
0: track? I think I think Maniac Mansion. So, um, all right. So we're gonna get into Bedroth's testimonial. Bedroth would like to say, my first thought when I saw this topic was, how am I gonna find anything that's anxious and crazy but also nice to listen to? It's a good point. But then I remembered this tune. When you're playing Maniac Mansion, there's one song among all the great music that really makes an impact whenever you hear it. Whether you're running away from them down the stairs, or trying to steal a hamster to microwave it, or just playing around on a yeah, there's a I think you can do that, or I think maybe these, in certain versions of the game you're not able to. Uh, they they remove the option to microwave the hamster, or just playing around on the piano when the when they barge in. This music always serves to let you know that the Edison family is always lurking nearby. I mean, it's their mansion after all. But then was it
1: Weird Ed? Was the guy's name?
0: I I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. But then he says, uh, "But then, when you hear it years later, you realize that they always caught you before you got to the really epic parts of the song. As anxiety-inducing as it is in game, and as crazy as some of those looks are, it's still a fantastic tune. I agree. I really like." It, uh, it it develops. It gets it's it interesting, you know. There's there's movements to this tr- to this song, which I really. Appreciate. This is a
1: question I want to pose to like both the listeners and also the people in the chat because now I'm curious. So like I mentioned earlier, and I'm sure it was off cam off record or not, but uh, I missed out on Maniac Mansion back in the day. I wasn't into adventure games at the time, and of course that has changed as I got older. But after I got older it was an older game and it just didn't go back. So the two questions become one, do you think Maniac Mansion holds up in the present day as a new player? And two, Mm -hmm. what do you think of some of the more recent, like, mostly, like, Switch releases that are adventure games and how, as far as being similar to how Maniac Mansion plays, like the Coma or, uh, the Long Reach, um, games like that or the Way Remastered even. That's more kind of like, a Prince of Persia style or flashback type game, but still. Um, how do those games measure up in comparison to something like Maniac Mansion? Are they equivalent in the experience, though even if they may not be as good? I'm curious what you guys think.
0: Yeah, it, it might be something to explore ourselves. I mean, I've never played it. Maybe there's something we can play together sometime. That'd be kind of Maniac
1: fun. Mansion? Yeah, why not? That could be fun. we got to find the one with the hamster, though.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure there's a ROM out there that we could find for that. But we, since neither of us have played it before, it might be, might be kind of cool to, uh, to experience that anew.
1: I'll be, I'll, I'll, oh yeah, that would be fun to try. without without
0: guides, no guides. Oh
1: well, well we're, we're correction without guides. But at the same time, I'm cool with having one handy if I get stuck for like three hours. Like I'm just walking <laughs> in circles, and this isn't an action game, so it gets boring. No, we'll <laughs> we trade stuck. off.
0: We'll trade off controllers it'll be okay.
1: Hey, yeah, that sounds good. Then we I'll say it's
0: my work. turn, Pernell. Why would you ever give No, control? no,
1: my turn forever, <laughs> forever.
0: You lost your chance. You lost your chance when you put that <laughs> hamster in the microwave.
1: That's right. That was a oh That was a violation of human of ethics and everything. <laughs> anyway, don't microwave hamsters, but always have the option. But then don't use it because yeah. you're a good person.
0: All right. For now, what's your next pick? All right. My
1: next track is going to come from Kung Fu Carlito with his rendition of No Remorse from a game I've honestly never heard of, so talk about game I'm learning about on the show. Katsui Kizuna Jigokutachi? Jigokutachi? Ah, one of those. Um, composed by Minabu Namiki. on the attempt to say this ridiculously wacky name for my take. Um, this track is called "No Remorse" from the game Ketsui Kizuna Jigukutachi. Bam, sucker! That's good.
0: That was good. That's right. For a, a second course, there, I thought you it. were just speaking fluent Japanese. Couldn't believe it.
1: That's yeah. right. I spent a lot of time in Japan between between breaks during the break. <laughs> 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 composed by Banabu Demiki and submitted by Kung Fu Carlito. This track was a quick, like, a last-minute submission on his part, and I'm glad he made it, because, like, yeah, I want to hear this. I want to hear this, and I'm glad I'm hearing it, because if he missed the show, I'd have been sad that this didn't get played on it, because this fits to the letter. It was like the quote um, you know, The Last Recon, is death metal, but then I slapped on DJ, because it sounds like a death metal DJ's at work on this one. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's legit. Well, let's read this bad boy's testimonial, shall we? Kung Fu Carlito says... My immediate reaction to anxiety when it comes to video games is GLORIOUS BULLET HELL. Well said, sir. And at the top of that treacherous mountain lies Cave, and their beautiful nightmares of pink and blue death. The track I'm picking for this theme is no remorse, the true final boss theme from Ketsui Kizuna Kitachi, composed by Minabu Namiki and erased for the Xbox 360 as a port. In order to attempt this boss, called DOOM, you have to make it through the game twice. Oh, some Ghosts and Goblins love here. Um, one normal run and an extra loop on harder difficulty. Even then, you have to take him out in one credit or else you're booted back to play through the entire game, battered and bruised as you recompose your psyche to try again. Screw
0: that, that. Classic cave. Classic cave. <laughs> the
1: bullet patterns are insane and are a mix of memorization and re- reaction. Hope this music pushes you to overcome the barriers in your life today and get you to the point where you can enter those initials into the <laughs> halls of
0: history. Oh, that's a great testimonial. That's, yes, it, is. That is, it all, is, a man. That is. that is all cave, all about like rewarding like the memorization and the, the, the endurance to play through the same game in multiple loops. Because for a lot of their games, even Dudan Pachi and uh, Mushihime Sama uh, Fitari. Um, Like they're all like you play through it once and you play through it again and you play through it again and there's different bosses that get unlocked as you play like actually full on bosses or just the same bosses with new bullet packs no full on new bosses oh cool yeah like stuff like you wouldn't see the first time unless you finished it with one credit which already on its own is quite an achievement
1: and I am apparently writing down this band because Stephen Miller says if you like this track you should check out Bloodstained Child, a Japanese EDM metal band. Wow. I wrote that down because I did like this song, and I am going to check out Bloodstained Child. Here's the hoping I love them, and also that I don't stain the walls with blood out of <laughs> you know stress. Um, it'll be interesting, but I look forward to checking it out. Um, it's also funny, too. Like, I didn't get to play a lot of K-Shooters over the years. Like If anything, I didn't get really into them until I met you. But... Uh, the one that stands out that I actually ended up purchasing was Death Smiles. Yeah. And that one didn't actually have, like, this loop style. They just pretty much hit you with the, something that I later learned was, like, a regular thing for them called Black Label. Where yeah. you could just kind of, like, tell it what difficulty level you wanted it to be. And it would just hit you with it immediately. Like, I want it to be level nine, you know? And it's like, well, everything explodes and makes more bullets. So <laughs> everything's a bullet.
0: Yeah, if I remember, yeah. um, Death Smiles had, uh, like, more, like, difficulty scaling that you could really change. It was like a much more, like it wasn't just like hard, hard, hard and harder and hardest Mm and, um, and then like bullet hell or this was, yeah, it had more of a range, but I remember seeing death smiles. Like it was, it was all over stores when it came out, which I always thought was really interesting because it's pushing it. Yeah. It was such a niche. It's a niche type of game. I remember when I first saw like the cover of it, I'm like, Oh, this is some kind of weird JRPG. I was going to love. Um, but then it turned out to be a bullet hell shooter, but, um, but horizontal instead of vertical, that Pernod really loved. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's super hard, but it's it's really neat.
1: So um, you were half right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm like, yeah, it's really difficult. All right, so this next track um, is one that I picked. Yeah, cause we got them all over. We got all the other ones picked out. So this next one. Also,
1: one? Hmm? I, I want to say one thing that came up in the chat that I thought was interesting and might be prevalent to people outside too. Um, Bedroth goes, nah, I'm out. I can barely manage Gradius. and R-type bullet hell will stress me the bullet hell out. And my response to that is, that is why you end up playing bullet hell games that don't give you limited lives, or if they do, they give you infinite continues. Because the idea is that you play to kind of like, you know you're not going to really do well. And you, you know this from memory when we used to play that one game where the guy goes, Spark Bumper! Geico Wing. <laughs> um... Like, you just die constantly. It's like a constant stream of death. But you can keep going until you win. You might have, like, a 900 death counter, but you see the end. And as you keep playing it, you either get better or you just still have fun with the amount of times you die because the game still ends up being cool just to see what cool dodges you can pull off. Yeah, Uh, I tend to get in the
0: zone, too. That's why I didn't pick any um, shooters for this episode because... Like when I play them to sort of like zone out and chill. Like I play like uh, um, Enter the Gungeon just to like kind of relax. Mm-hmm. So, but that's that's different for everybody though. It's because like uh, from the outside looking in, it's just terrifying, but <laughs> otherwise, it's not. Um, that's so, what makes it more impressive looking. It's like,
1: man, look at the heck Rob's doing. You're like, so I was saying to Mabel, I says, yo, man, watch me play this game. But you're no, just like, no, you're no.
0: barely play it. That's, that's not saying something about my skill. It's just something like, you know, I'll, I'm not good. I'm just I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this next track is one I picked. This is from the game Rez. Purnell, what do you know about Rez?
1: Uh, I, I know Rez is spelled with three letters. Yeah.
0: Ending with the last letter of the <laughs> alphabet. This is Area 4, Rock is Sponge. And the artist is Jojoka. This one's for the Sega Dreamcast. It was on the PlayStation 2. It got a bunch of re-releases, even in uh, VR, which I've never got a chance to try. So I've always wanted to. It seemed like the perfect place for it. Uh, but I picked this track specifically for the boss. So here we go. This is Rock is Sponge from Area 4 for Res. And we're back. That is Rock Is Sponge, Area Four from the game Rez for the Sega Dreamcast and Sony PlayStation, and a bunch of others, composed by Joe Joka. And if you noticed, the track is much longer than what we played on the show. Um, again, it's it's a very very long track, but I picked this track specifically for when the boss battle begins, and the boss battle is all about is all it's all about anxiety in, in this stage. This is like some of the boss battles in this game are pretty straightforward just like you know it's like target shooting you know it's not not too bad but this one the things are chasing you through tunnels and yet you're constantly looking back and then running forward and you can see like tentacles and like like the arms of the thing kind of reaching up around you and you're it's chasing you the whole time and it's just i remember when i first played this it really really like got in my head and um, the music just gets crazier and crazier and builds and builds and builds. It's so cool. Um, so, yeah, that's the reason I picked this track, and that's the reason why we listen to this kind of like second half or third or fourth act of the music. It's very interesting. Um, Rez is a uh, shooter. It's essentially on rails. You can't really move your character around, so I think that adds to the anxiety because you can't move. You know, you can't, you can't truly escape what's, what's happening. You, all you can do is, is shoot and kind of hold it back. Just hold it back. That was a
1: large part of why I couldn't quite get into it, to be honest. When I tried to play it, I was like, I wanted to be able to dodge things. But yeah. instead, I was like, no, just blow stuff up. Like, <laughs> I can't. I want yeah. 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 to move. To that
0: end, you got to play it like a rhythm game almost, you know, because all the shots go in time with the music. And so you have to reload and shoot in time with the music. So. I guess it's kind of like Osu now, right, or um, Owinden, where like I yeah, love Owinden. Everything's it's all over the screen, but you got to do it. Prioritize the things coming at you first.
1: Oh, funny you mentioned that. Worth telling you because I don't think I said this before. Remember how I mentioned that uh, SML did that interview with uh, the guy from Ichigo, ETA company the guy did Hexagroove. Yes. I learned during that interview that he actually worked. He's one of the people that worked on Owinden in Japan. Oh, no kidding. Like he, was, he was on the team that did Owinden. Wow, and I was surprised. Like, holy crap, you made a great game, and I wish more people played it because it deserves all the love and then some. It's Owinden is is a wonderful game. (laughs) So good, (laughs) Shibus. But if you've never played it, you're like, what the heck are we talking about? Look up um, OS OSU, which is a fan version that you can play Mm -hmm. on PC. But otherwise, bust out a Nintendo DS. They're region free and import it. It's (laughs) playable and is great. Or the Beat Ages, which is US.
0: Yeah, it's very and the the music they that they, they made for the, the the original game, not the US game which is full of licensed tracks. But I just love that it's all about these these like these, 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 these superhero cheerleaders essentially, right? Helping people get through their day, mm-hmm. overcome obstacles, and they cheer you on with music.
1: Yes. And the last stage of every game is always this insanely like planetary, you know, endangering event and then every character from all the songs in the game come together to fight the you know, existential threat. It's such a good... <laughs> it's fantastic. It's so good.
0: All right, Pranel, we are on to your final final track, Pernell.
1: Unfortunately, this track is not from Owendon, but it's still <laughs> very good. <laughs> this track comes from listener and friend Chris Murray. <laughs> I wonder if he's even still in the threat. I think he took off for the night. Might have taken off. But, um... This comes from the game Hades, and the track title is The Bloodless, and it's composed by Darren Korb, like an orb of corn. It's great. Great. <laughs> back you're listening to the bloodless from the game hades composed by darren korb like a corn orb get it composed by chris murray or rather submitted by chris murray and uh oh boy friggin hades uh, <laughs> the game that everybody and their grandmother love to death right now i like it too um mm-hmm. is all the rage um So, it's nice to see a track finally make the show, and I'm glad to see that it came from a good friend, Um, but what did our friend have to say about this track and hate? I've been playing a ton of Hades and wanted to share something from the game that's even pulled me away from finishing Trails of Cold Steel 4. All things considered, that is a big deal, because you played through the first three. You're a man amongst men. The game is amazing it takes the roguelike model to a whole new level. It scales well, it rewards you generously, but not too easily. And it scales the story in a way that even after well over 100 runs and 60 escapes, I'm still unlocking new stuff and learning more about the stories contained within. I can't recommend it highly enough, and while a lot of the music isn't exactly what I'll sit and listen to out of the context, the entire vibe they create with the art Music and voice acting is simply truly fantastic. Yeah. I've been questioning that this whole time. Like, how are people getting enough out of this to redo the entire game on multiple runs? And like, people won't tell me a hundred percent what it is, but it's just like they just keep giving you more, mm-hmm. man. You can't stop. And another thing worth noting is like before this episode, like, in, like an I like, maybe two hours before the episode, I saw an article that was saying that Hades is like the first roguelike game. To entice people who hate roguelikes to play mm. it and enjoy it, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's
0: a groundbreak. Everybody's talking about it, man. It's it's got. Me, and I like I like roguelike games, so it's got me interested in trying it. But I just I gotta play Persona Five. I've got to be, I gotta be focused. Stick with it. I gotta be stick focused. with it. Yeah. Only-
1: you you're on a pause? You didn't buy you didn't buy Royal, so you they're like it's like an extra dungeon or two that you're not going to have to deal with, so it'll be
0: shorter <laughs> So I save some time, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: But like, yeah, honestly, that's the hardest thing when it comes to games for me, though. I'm trying to get better. I'm even trying to keep track of games I beat this year for once. But focusing on one game and sticking it out, Mm. even if I didn't do reviews, I'd have a problem with that, to be honest with you. I just suck at sitting down and playing one game. I've never been able to do it unless it's it's something that just...
0: Grabs me, it's got to be rare. really, yeah, something really specific. Like, like every once in a while, something, I know something just gets a hold of you. And Percent of Five is one of those games. I think uh, that one you're playing now, Omori, has really mm-hmm. got you.
1: Yes, it does. And it's, it's funny because um, it feels weird to say it this way, but I have to because it's 100% the truth. I honestly play over 100 new games a year. Probably 120 new games every year. So, it... I think that might factor into where that sense of mental burnout came from. Is that I can still respect and appreciate and see a good game. But, I can also be like, I've played like a game like this, and a game like that, and a game like that. This is fun, but it's not pulling me in. It doesn't have enough of a hook that makes me want to play it over the thousands of others or whatever. And I think that's part of why I jump around a lot. So when a game makes me sit and focus, like Yuppie Psycho did, for example, it has something. Sometimes I can't even explain what the something is. But it has something that makes me go, I need to see this bad boy through. It deserves the time. And most importantly, my brain will stick with it. ADHD doesn't pull me away. That's an amazing thing. So, I can honestly say flat out for anybody who can like pick a game up like you do and play through it from beginning to end, that's something to appreciate that like, you keep doing that yeah i keep I, doing it
0: maybe it's maybe it's because i'm not i'm not distracting myself like i'm not looking through the stores i'm not looking online all the time and other games coming out <laughs> mm-hmm. although, we, although we talk every week and you're always telling me stuff that you're playing and i get interested in a lot of those things but yeah, some games i'm just not going to finish like la mulana i don't, I don't think i'm going to finish that one
1: i feel like that would be a fun one to play with you even if you didn't finish it Mm-hmm. Like, actually, had like that sit down. Like, if we were all at Mag, for example, like, oh, yeah, Kung Fu Carlito and Cameron and myself watching you play the game Gosh. and being like, come on, Rob, let's talk him through it. Let's help them figure out the puzzles. And we're all like trying to solve them again.
0: Yeah, that'll be a group Twitch playthrough. Twitch Twitch plays Rob playing La Mulana.
1: <laughs> right. It would be a great
0: time. Everyone's yelling at me. Now, I'm going to turn this crazy track down and we're going to get into the part of the show called the bonus round. Bonus round! Gonna get that bonus round. Gonna, gonna get that. Gonna get that. Gonna get that. Get that <laughs> bonus round. Um, the bonus round is where we play covers and remixes on our theme. And our theme this week is just anxiousness and craziness and the 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 music and games that just just put your put your teeth on on edge. Is that a is that a saying? I don't know if that's a saying.
1: But, oh, well, I don't want to think about it because the idea of putting your teeth on edge is that thing that <laughs> gangsters do to people that don't pay their bills. Oh, I
0: see. Um, so we are going to listen to some music from one of my favorite games and one of your least favorite games. This is the Battletoads. And this is the Not music... Not the pause theme. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> this is the music from the Turbo Tunnel, which is, I think, is some of the best music on the NES. I love this song. But it's also uh, traditionally one of the one of the the parts of the game that people fail at and get very frustrated and it gets faster and faster and faster. This stage is full of anxiety, but this music is rocking. This is from a, uh, 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 an arranged album that came out, uh, the end of last year in December of 2020 called Battletoads smash hits, uh, music from David Wise and David Housden. Um, it is remastered music, from Battletoads. And then the second half of the disc or the back half of the disc is all arranged rock tracks uh, composed by uh, David Wise and arranged by David Houston. So we're going to listen to the Turbo Tunnel from Battletoads from Battletoads Smash Hits. That was the Turbo Tunnel from Battletoads Smash Hits. Again, that was just released in December of last year, 2020, and that was arranged by David Houston and composed by David Wise. The and David Houston? D, the David. I mean, if you're a guitar guy, maybe like you know who that is. I don't. I, I don't know. But it's really good. I love. I love the. Um, it's. <laughs> it's like the last bit of the song, but it modulates. It's. It's still the same like riff. But it modulates into these 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 new chords or these new um, these new keys. It's really cool. So I, I really like this arrangement. I'm not usually a rock like a big rock guitar guy, but I really like this arrangement. It's very. It just takes the original song into really interesting places, but it still sounds like the original tune. Like this is. Are what the you more original of a rockabilly kind of guy? I'm more. I'm, I'm less of a rock guy and more of a smooth jazz on the beach kind of guy lately.
1: Rock and jazz.
0: Rock a jazz. Rockabye,
1: Jazzabilly Billy.
0: Um, you call me the Hillbilly of Jazz. Is my name. <laughs> You're listening to Rob Nichols, the Hillbilly of Jazz.
1: Pardon me a moment while I drink from this jug with three X's on it.
0: It's all. It's all. Uh. It's all banjo. Banjo smooth. Smooth hits. It's like Kenny G smooth. with a banjo.
1: I see that could be pretty legit right there. Well,
0: it actually, might be I, I, a banjo and an alto sax. I don't, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Somebody somebody was determined if they could make that work. I mean, I've seen people pull some crazy mess off with with <laughs> musical instruments.
0: I would play that. So uh, that Take an automaton board game. and make it sound sexy. Last year, it was last year on my birthday before lockdown. Um, you guys came over on my birthday, you and some other friends of mine, and we played the Kenny G board game. I think you were playing something else with Christy at the time. <laughs> but I played the Kenny G board game with my friend Brad and his, his girlfriend. And it's all about. Helping Kenny G get through his day with jazz. So
1: Is that yeah. a nice theme? I did join up on that later, actually. Oh, that's I did right. experience yeah, yeah.
0: it. So you draw a card and it says, like, oh no, his coffee's gone cold. But then you got to play other cards like skibbity bop, booty boop. And they're like extra musical sounds. Yeah, they all have sounds on them and you got to play the right. It's like a it's cooperative. You got to cooperatively help Kenny G not lose his cool.
1: And it's right. kind of funny, like as far as like set collection games go, like it's not top lister if you got like you know hundreds of games in your yeah, backlog yeah. or whatever. But, but, it's, but funny. it's funny. It's funny. It's fun. And if you don't have a lot of games, like if you're trying to get into the hobby, that is a excellent choice. Yeah. Like we had a lot of fun playing it actually. Yeah, it's if good. If I were, if can, I were looking for new games like that, bought it. easy. To no, teach. it's very easy to teach. Yeah. All
0: right, Pranel, what is your next pick? So. I was running behind, like,
1: the Dickens, and also I don't think we got, like, another, like, bonus roundy-type track for the episode. So I decided to cheat and use a track from my selections, Mm -hmm. and I think it fits primarily because this is the track that I've been listening to a lot, primarily at work. The backtrack on what Kung Fu Carlito said, how he uses anxiety music to push through events. I also do that. If I have a stressful thing i got to get through... I use anxiety music to help me get that energy to power through it. And this track comes from the game I mentioned earlier called Omori, composed by Clover and Sea Leaf, and the track is titled World's End Valentine. Mm. Game Omori, composed by Clover and Sea Life. Um, This track plays in the game Omori, of course. Uh, It plays during a particularly interesting boss battle. And I was telling Rob on the break, hearing this track for the first time after it was suggested from like another entity entirely got me to look into the game and eventually buy it. Like, I thought, even if the game's up being bad, Mm -hmm. I want to hear more of this. So I bought the game. And uh, I haven't been disappointed at all. But um, the way the game works is that it's an RPG where battles. I mean, you're basically playing in a place called Headspace. Mm. Essentially, you're in some. You're like you're playing a game. You're playing in someone's fantasy world, like a world inside of their head. And uh, the way the battle system works is that m- the traits for characters are emotions. So there's happy, sad, and angry. Um, I don't remember if I got this right. It also neutral. But well, I don't remember I had like, 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 like sad beats angry, angry beats sad, no, happy beats sad, sad beats angry, and angry beats happy. And neutral is out of the loop. Uh, but you can influence, actions can influence your emotions and determine what they end up being, whether for yourself or for others. And it's interesting. When you get to this boss, however, uh, it's the first point in the game where you, at least for me, where you learn... That your emotions go to higher levels, like they go beyond the basic level. Of like I'm happy because when you're fighting this boss, she's like really full of herself, and she comes into the battle neutral. Then she becomes happy, and you can't change her mood. Then she goes, you know, you know, like ecstatic, and then she goes manic. And every time it happens, she gets more and more into her emotion. The screen gets more distorted. <laughs> to the point where you're like, oh, crap. She's like smashing. She's like, I'm better than everybody. She's like out of me. She's like smashing everybody with it. It's really interesting and I loved playing it. Um, I'm near the end of it now. The funny part about it is that this game is supposed to be considered a horror RPG. Um, and there's some dark elements to it, but I still don't know if I'd call it horror, but maybe the ending will change my mind mm-hmm.
0: there. But I mean, it's just the, it's a, it's a good game. Because it's got those darker elements. They, they didn't know how to really... They didn't know how to really you know, categorize it, but that's that awesome. This, sense. this track has got me interested in the game now, or at least in the soundtrack. I'm looking at the soundtrack. It's got a ton of music composed for the game, like over, eight, over 80, over tracks oh. at least. So, uh, I'm it's really bangers. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I might download that. might I buy that. But, um, if you like what you hear on the bonus round, go to rhythm and pixels.com. We'll have links to the artists, band camps and sound clouds and everywhere. You can go and buy this music and support these artists. Cause this is really good. Thank you for joining us on episode twenty-six-six of Rhythm and Pixels. This is our Patreon ex- uh, recording exclusive. This is our Patreon live recorded episode, all about anxious tracks, anxious music, music that is frantic. And uh, I got to en- say, I'm with this some music. Chip. Yeah, we're ending with some music from Celeste, which is nothing but some really difficult, fast jumps and platforming hard, hard stuff.
1: And it's worth noting, like, this chat for this live episode has been fantastic. Like, people have been engaging with each other. They've been engaged with the show. It's just been a constant stream of dialogue. Like, this is what I've always wanted these live stream chats to be like. I want everybody to come in, just interact with each other, have a good time. Because we're all, all, we're all good people. And just kind of hang out and just yeah. feel good for it like an hour or two. Just like, hey, guys, what are you playing? how many times can we break the filter on the, on the yeah. jack sensor? And yeah, when we first
0: started the Patreon, like this is like one of the first things that we did was like, let's have a live show, but do it once a month so that we're not killing ourselves trying to put this thing together. And it's just been a lot of fun. I, I really, I really do enjoy doing it. Like uh, interacting with people as we, as we do the show and it just creates a whole next like whole level of, of the show that we just never really get to do. Although we have been doing a lot of guests, I don't we don't have any guests lined up for February so far. We might reach out to some past ones. But i a might...
1: part of me that wants to shoot shoot for the moon and try to get David Wise
0: on the show. Okay. I don't know. I mean you might be interested, you might not be. But yeah, we'll we'll see if we can get some big names on the show, like uh George Sanger. Steve Sanger Steve Sanger? George Sanger? Sanger. No,
1: we hate Steven Singer.
0: <laughs> oh wow, that that's a local thing. Uh, uh, George Sanger, the fat man. Let's see if we get him on the show. That would be amazing, right?
1: <laughs> only, if he bring, only if he brings Jake along.
0: <laughs> you're like, what's a podcast? Um, anyway, so I'm glad you enjoyed listening to this show. But if you'd like to get in contact with uh, me or Purnell, if you have a track suggestion or a topic suggestion, or if you know a, a band that does video game covers, or if you're in a band that does video game covers, we'd love to hear all about it. Please send us an email.
1: Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com.
0: Um, you can also get a full track listing from all of the episodes and access to all of our episodes and all the other cool stuff at the website.
1: rhythmandpixels.com.
0: Um, I'm actually uh, planning on doing a big revamp of the website in the next month or so. Um, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool with all of like the way it was graphically laid out, but it's a little busy and I want to make it a little more clean and a little bit easier to listen to podcasts as soon as you get to the website. So I'll be making a big update to that soon um that's but, how
1: you know you're a creative you're like the guys who run the xbox interface <laughs> the,
0: uh, i was just xbox constantly changing o, it <laughs> o, you are uh, yeah like this is a very good interface it works yeah but it could be different it could be better i can keep doing better um i don't know it's fun I, I like changing things around it's just it's been the same for a while um I'll, if you want to check us out on twitter or instagram and facebook you just type in rhythm and pixels it's all one word and we'll come right up there we also have a, a a group in Facebook called rhythm and pixels chat. And we have a discord server. If you want to hang out with us and hang out with some other people, we have channels for all sorts of stuff that you can talk about the podcast, not podcast stuff. You can promote your own show or promote your own Twitch all on our Eat discord. Chips. That link is on the website on the top menu bar. You can get to the, uh, the invite and just check it out there. Um, yeah. We also have a, a channel on our discord server for suggestions for our YouTube radio station which is youtube.com slash Rhythm and Pixels and it's 24-7 video game music with, uh, I updated the graphics so it's scrolling sonic stages and brand new music from the Commodore 64 all the way to the Super Famicom. It's got some really good stuff and uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Rhythm and Pixels and at all levels of uh, membership there you get access to a monthly live stream like this one you get access to a weekly prequel episode with me and pernell hanging out and chatting and, and talking and all that and then at other levels you get uh shout outs at the end of the every episode so we like to shout out frankly zappa mike myers that nick walker ed wilson of the vg embassy Matt Holmquist, Davey davy cakes justin schneider from xvgm radio i, I said his full name uh, Sonic Headley, Yes. Taco, Harold Howard, Dave Taylor, Reinhard Zelkova, Andreas Milberg, Dan Lauten, Sleepy S'more, Steve Miller. How you doing? Uh, the Autistic Gamer '89, Cameron Wormat, Christopher Senstrom, Bobby Arson from One Up Funk, Wicked Sephiroth, Carlos Kung Fu Carlito from the Heroes Three Podcast, Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound Version VGM Podcast, and Brian Pitt. Uh, so thank you all so so much for your continued support of our show. Um, and don't forget at the higher levels of membership you get bonuses on the radio stream if you want to give a shout out if you have something you want to advertise or to support um, or if you want to say it yourself we'll record it and put it right on rotation on the radio stream and that's always a cool thing to do and um, I think that's all I've got Pranel what are you going to do tonight
1: Um, I'm not sure yet actually I haven't figured it out like, I might go back to Omori. I might go back to Ease Nine. Mm-hmm. I might... I'm debating if I want to buy this game that's on that just came out on the eShop that I'm sure will go on sale in like three weeks for two bucks, but I kind of want it now. <laughs> um, you know, that sort of plight. Yeah. I also may even just try to do some exercise, but I feel like I should just skip it today too because quite frankly, like I said, the first thing I ate today was right before this episode, so I'm tired and I don't have calories. So, weird thing. But, um... All in all, though, I'm sure I'll do something I enjoy. That's the important part.
0: What about you? I'm going to bed, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was up early. I was up pretty early. Um, So yeah, that's what what I'm going to do.
1: Also, fun fact. So, like jokingly, Mike Myers said, "I look forward to the episode when the first Rhythm and Pixels HD when Pernell has his new laptop. Like, you mean this laptop? (laughs) The one up here that I just, you know, just don't use." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but make sure to get that sleep there rob because you deserve it and honestly at least you put your sleep to
0: good use oh my sleep to good use
1: yeah like you wake up and you know live
0: your life and do stuff. <laughs> So i do stuff i do stuff he's, he's like i still good i do stuff, I do uh, stuff. yeah i do, I do exercise in the morning which is why i get up nice and early Anyway, um... Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Rhythm and Pixels. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm still Purnell. Have a good night.
1: And remember... do 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 be do be Um... Yes. Uh, life... Life has its fair string of scenarios that could yield the anxiety factor in them. Um... I do know that it is a very big issue for some folks. It's unfortunate. Um... In some folks, it's still just an annoyance. But whether it's a major condition or it's an annoying condition, it's also still worth noting that anxiety is, while an unfortunate part of life, it is still a part of life. It's one of those things that we have to all kind of deal with in our day-to-day. If you're that kind of person who's lucky enough to never endure it, I envy the crap out of you, but uh, I am not that guy. Um, So but I also try to remember that anxiety is a natural thing. It comes and it goes. There's the good times and the bad, but when the anxiety hits, it's worth knowing that anxiety isn't forever. It's not a permanent state. It's just the state of mind at the time. And your best, at least for me, the best bet is to try to, you know, breathe, focus, acknowledge that you're in a moment, but it's a moment that will pass. So work, try your best to use that time to breathe and focus and just, Endure, push through, knowing that the other side is waiting for you, because <laughs> bloody hell it's just worth it at the end the end, because you're gonna get to the other side. Why beat your, if you can anyway, why beat your body up in the journey if you don't have to?